0: Hello and welcome to the new entertainment system podcast the show where me Nathan Brandt and me Cam Koenig use the enigmatic robot known as the new entertainment system to bring you just two of the over 20 million games that the robot is capable of thinking up. But today we are joined by a very special guest. You know him from constantly calibrating, where he hosts podcasts about games and entertainment. He's a father, a nerd, and an all-around S rank support. It's Josh Silverman. How's it going?
1: <laughs> that was a wonderful intro. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
0: I'm <laughs> doing doing great. Yeah, Cam, what are you what are you up to today? As if we haven't this isn't the third episode we've recorded yeah. today.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm just hanging out. Probably gonna I don't know fucking clean my apartment. Maybe I don't know. I might just play more Destiny, but that's how the world works.
0: It is how the world works, but this is not a podcast about how the world works. This is a podcast where a robot makes us video games. So now it's time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Today's game from me is a Paper Mario game. Okay. That is a survival game. (laughs) Okay. But it breaks the fourth wall constantly. In my head, this is Paper Mario in Water World. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Paper Mario is running away from all of these. He's just going to get
2: wet and ruined.
0: But like, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be water. It can be like, you know, just anything that would like ruin Paper Mario, right? Like fire, stuff like that. Okay, so Sticker Star. Whoa, is that what Sticker Star was about? Yeah, it ruined Paper Mario. Tell me about it.
2: (laughs) Oh, I was just saying that Sticker Star was bad and it um, ruined Paper Mario.
0: Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you're running away from 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 Sticker Star. <laughs> <You're running. laughs> this is so. This is a. Well, though,
1: actually, think about it though. Actually, here, look. Think about it. Uh-huh. stickers do ruin paper because, like, ooh, because ooh, the, the okay. way stickers work, because once you put a sticker on a piece of paper, you pull it off. Unless it's a very specific kind, it will rip the paper. So stickers That's could true. actually be like a, a a nemesis kind of component to it.
0: Maybe this has the nemesis system in it too. <laughs>
1: Your nemesis are all stickers. Yeah,
0: or it's or it's like Goopy Steve or whatever. Goopy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to run away from Goopy, Goopy. Steve. Goopy <laughs> so, Steve. So this is this is Paper Mario V Goof, Goopy Steve. <laughs> dawn of justice <laughs> what the fuck Nate? <laughs> i don't know i've recorded so many episodes today that i'm, I'm delirious but i do like <laughs> the idea of a paper mario game being a different genre because yeah um you know mm-hmm. the the mario and luigi saga i guess which may or may not be going depending on if that studio is gonna yeah. make it out of bankruptcy or not but you know timely new video game news aside um the paper mario series is kind of languished because basically another series took over its whole fucking flavor, right? Mm -hmm. So what can Paper Mario do? Well, it's not Sticker Star. That's for damn sure. Maybe it's a Nintendo... Like, it could be a survival game. It doesn't necessarily need to be a horror game, but, like...
2: So does this just look like Don't Starve? Yeah. Because that, like, very much kind of looked like a Papercraft kind of a
0: thing? Absolutely. Yeah. That's really brilliant, actually. And I think you
2: could do some really neat, like, kind of goofy... Paper Mario stuff in that kind of... In that, like, style of world. Obviously not that world, because that was, like, a grimdark as fuck.
0: Right. So, when I see survival game, I usually think of, like, survival horror, but, like, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, this could be, like, sort of like a 2D Minecraft. This could be Papercraft. Like... (laughs) You know, like, you're building, like, origami houses to keep you safe from Goopy Steve at night, or,
2: <laughs> or... Goopy Steve is just the Paper Mario equivalent of the main character from Minecraft. Whoa! <laughs> I, t-
1: <but laughs> I think we broke Josh. That, that, that's breaking the fourth wall right there. <laughs> See my brain is like thinking of break the fourth wall stuff and all and I'm just trying to think of like environments and stuff like that. So I like the idea of the the uh the uh, don't starve like similarity because I've never really thought about the fact that Don't Starve and Paper Mario do have a, a similar like aesthetic just mm-hmm. from the papercraft kind of perspective. And I'm thinking, well, this why not have this Paper Mario game which is would be the the return of Paper Mario after, you know, Sicker Star and it's been a while since a true Paper Mario game. The Mario and Luigi series is dead and obviously Super Mario RPG Legend 7 Stars was long ago and people have been yearning for more so why not try to infuse all of that energy into this one game so like I was thinking of breaking the fourth wall it's like Gino from Super Mario RPG is back and mm-hmm. he is talking and he and every now and again uh, makes a little comment about licensing agreements <laughs> <laughs> and like where where have you been Gino we haven't seen you
2: and Mallow in years I don't know, fucking I'm fucking no man like it's, it's kind of out of my hands but just this grizzled Gino over here I
1: love that. Gino with a beard <laughs> I mean survival, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, he's just like in in his hut. He's actually like seventy five years old and gray hair, and like his 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 once like uh, nice like royal blue uh, cloak is like really faded and kind of like sky blue now.
0: So maybe maybe this is Paper Mario versus Geno, in a survival thing where Geno has made because Geno is literally like a god. Um, yeah. yeah. So Geno has made this realm. Now that okay. This is some crazy meta shit, and it is breaking the fourth wall. Okay, so it's it's actually interesting that you said Paper Mario's last game was Sticker Star because he had two games after that, actually. And so that shows, <laughs> well, that shows how, like... say they were good. Right, no, that shows how, like, how nobody cares, right? So, uh-huh. like, Gino is resentful that Nintendo has put the effort into that but hasn't put the money into just fucking buying Gino and Mallow. So maybe Gino is, like... You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use my power to put Paper Mario in this realm where he has to survive and come and fight me because I lo- actually like love the Paper Mario like battle aesthetics, even from the totally um, even from Color Splash. Um, like you can you can like fight things in this survival realm, but you need to rest and you need to make sure that it's not raining and you need to make sure that it's not like too hot or whatever or dirty or whatever to ruin your Paper Mario. And you're going to Geno to. Maybe reconcile with him, you know. Like maybe you don't. You you know, you need to. You need to show him, and you know, you need to do the Mario talking that he does in uh, Mario and Luigi, where it's like, (laughs) "Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah." Yes, those are really good, (laughs) but. Maybe that's what this is. Cam, what do you think?
2: Okay, so uh, I had that idea and another way that we can also break the fourth wall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If
2: we want to stick with that like paper aesthetic, maybe you get to a certain point and like you do have those like you you essentially like come to terms and like you make friends with Gino, like you you're essentially on the same team now and then maybe like the last third of this game is you like leaving this realm that he created and you're navigating what looks like just actual paper and it's really just like the developers at Nintendo's storyboards and you're like going to <gasps> consult with the head of Nintendo, like Doug Bowser, because Bowser is at the end of every Mario game, and you're trying to, like, let them back, let Gino back into the family.
0: Dude, I really like that. Honestly, (laughs) the reason I thought this was a good idea is, like, Paper Mario kind of does break the fourth wall, you know? the, the The writing is so, like, cheeky and interesting and stuff like that, that I really think that it could lend itself well to this. And now we've, we have now officially, if you're keeping track at home, reached the part of the show where we all decide that this is a great game that we love. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, and so now I'm just thinking about like, you know, Paper Mario showing like, you know, uh, two thirds of the game trying to get to Geno and, and fight him and and sway him over to his side, sort of like with uh, that one character from Chrono Trigger where you think he's the bad guy, but then he's on your team um Magus? yes, yep, never, yep, yep. Um, and then, like, then you're trying to escape Nintendo, and like, maybe like try to get to Doug Bowser to convince him to make Mario RPG Legend of the Eight Stars or whatever. Like. <laughs> 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 and then, like, there's your cliffhanger. Is like, yeah, we're we do it. We will make this game now.
2: Oh, shit, and, like, once you get through there, maybe there's some, like, sort of evil entity that's presenting, preventing you from getting to Doug Bowser, and, like, he just, like, his end goal is to just turn on
0: the sprinkler system. <laughs> and so that that villain is going to be uh Square Enix's mobile strategy, <laughs> where they take beloved games and make the text bad.
2: They want to turn Geno into, into a mobile game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be Final Fantasy Brave Geno, like, XVR or whatever <laughs> They just want to put him in Brave yes. <laughs> Oh, Josh, why, why isn't Gino Ben in a game? <laughs>
1: that's I tell mean, me <laughs> that's i mean literally please that's the thing like i mean geno is one of the most requested characters for like super smash brothers for all these other things i think it really just boils down to some licensing bs
2: yeah like he's a spirit in smash like you yeah. can get a geno as a spirit
1: in smash and that took forever for him to finally appear in that capacity yeah i am holding
0: in my hand right now a S- super nintendo classic
1: The i have one right behind me they're
0: He is in a game on this. Nintendo has put out a game with him in it. Uh And I don't know if, like, they also had to agree to do, like, Final Fantasy VI to, it. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's, like, some kind of deal they struck. It just frustrates me that it's like, why haven't you done anything with this character? And that's why he's mad.
1: I'm hopeful that in a world where we got Mario and Rabbids games, that Nintendo's finally, like, loosening up and starting to work, be able to work better with people, and then maybe Square Enix will come around, then yeah. maybe we'll finally get the return of Geno, Mallow, Booster. Sure. That's I mean, we really got all fucking I think Banjo of. and
2: Smash. Like, True. that's pretty huge.
0: Listen up, Davide Soliani. You made your game <laughs> that has... Everybody has a gun hand, and you didn't put Gino in it. Who has a gun hand? Really? <laughs> so, so listen to me, Davide Soliani. I know you're yeah. listening. Yeah. You will make the tell name. You will make this game, and Grant Kirkhope is going to do the music, and it's going to be great.
2: <laughs> you're going to listen to us, a podcaster on the internet.
0: <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Well, and so yeah. so. You know, we did go off track on uh, talking about like the legal issues of Gino, but like this That's his backstory for why he's so fucking angry in this game yep. <laughs> Is he's like i'm so cool and so cherished and people just want a game with me in it So you know what i'm a god and i i'm gonna like punish paper mario Um because mario and luigi are dead because that place went out of business, <laughs> so he, he's unavailable oh <laughs> shit
2: Maybe they actually didn't go bankrupt. Maybe it's some like viral marketing <gasps> of like, oh, Gino was the one who did it. Whoa! Yeah, dude, maybe it's Mallow. This yeah. is some
0: Kojima like Moby Dick Studios <laughs> shit. So Gino is is gonna try to get revenge on on Mario, but then Mario reveals to Gino that the real bad guy is corporate capitalism. So then they're Man, going that's to real. then they're yeah then they're gonna go try to fight uh, Square Enix's mobile strategy, I guess and ariana grande's there (laughs) (laughs) and that's how and that's how we're gonna we're gonna get this game which is going to be called what we need to figure that
1: out naming is not my strong suit
0: goopy steve (laughs) is still around but we don't Steve.
1: (laughs) well goopy steve was secretly gino (laughs) no goopy steve is Mallow. (laughs) (laughs) who's goopier than Mallow? No, 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 no. Mallow gets so sad in the 20 years of being unused oh. and he gets old that, like, he fills up with so much, like, moisture and stuff that he becomes goopy cloud, Mallow. Just, oh. <laughs> and then he hits his, his cloud head because it thinks his name is Steve. I don't know. <laughs>
0: What the fuck? Who is goopier than Mallow? Though, like, Mallow is probably the goopiest character I could think. That's of. That's true. Yeah. Oh fuck! That's
1: top ten goopiest characters. That'll be the uh, the next uh, <laughs> OK Beast leaderboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, Wesing, uh, if you're listening, hit us up. Yeah.
0: So, Mallow like was hanging out with Frog Fucius and just like fell in the <laughs> pond and then
1: got pissed. <laughs> Dude, that game was fucked up. Uh huh. I play it every single year uh, around Thanksgiving. It's a really <laughs> I need to replay it, but
0: I think we've made a perfect game. Uh, we just need a, a solid name. It, it cannot be Goopy Steve. It's, pa- <laughs> it's Paper Mario something, because like all of them uh. are. So we had Color Splash, we had Paper Jam, we had Sticker Star. At, at least those all had some sort of like, you know, medium.
1: Paper Mario: Escape from
2: Corporate Technicalities. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> maybe something like paper mario wrinkled sheets or something ooh, like
0: that ooh, ooh, ooh. uh like paper mario torn edges or something like that yeah i think that might be like torn edges like you could be like oh yeah gino's one of you know he's torn like from the yeah. time ton- yeah neglect yeah it's paper mario but it's also torn like edges. the world is getting ripped apart and you're having to survive out here dude that know? would be a really cool part of the survival game too is like you're on like maybe like you're on a map right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know Like an actual map. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah That'd be
2: rad. Fuck, I want to play this game. Damn it. <laughs> why do we do this? Why do we, why do we
0: make this show? It just makes me sad Paper Mario colon torn edges featuring Goopy Steve <laughs> So we've made another perfect game, so we're going to take a break and come at you with another brand new game And we are back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game Hit it cam.
2: Alrighty, so this time around we have a Mass Effect game.
0: Mm-hmm. That is a roguelike. Okay. But it has a real-time clock. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. So this is March effect and it you play it in the <laughs> month of March.
1: <laughs> um <laughs>
0: fuck, okay. <laughs>
1: I'm kind of thinking here: so Mass Effect Roguelike. Okay, it's we're we're starting off from Andromeda. So Andromeda, the whole point of that is, uh, it, it right before Mass Effect Three, people go to colonize another galaxy, and it's hundreds of years later because it takes a while to get from Milky Way to Andromeda. Mm-hmm. This is after Andromeda, exploring a different galaxy. Okay, and I can't remember the names of actual galaxies right I'm, now. But I'm Googling it. Don't diff- worry, <laughs> please thank you. Uh, you're exploring you're exploring the next like nearby neighboring galaxy, except. Instead of being, like, the rider line of people from Andromeda, it's every time you die, roguelike thing, you just take on the next generation, and you're slowly Ooh. pushing that story forward. I
2: like that a whole lot. So it's, like, kind of this, like, cool, like, you're ex- you're exploring, but it's also sort of, like, civilization buildy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so, yes. like,
1: like the technology's advanced a little bit. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, these massive leaps or anything like that. And particularly, you know, as you're learning the game, you might have more sudden deaths. Maybe it's not necessarily jumping to the next generation, though, is maybe you have the option to jump to the next generation or you do a side jump to another person as part mm-hmm. of this colony crew.
2: Yeah, so, like, sort of a rogue legacy kind of approach to a Mass yeah. Effect, like, exploration. That'd be really fucking cool.
1: Yeah, you have this whole crew. So, eventually, if you die too much too quickly, then it is just, you know... The game is over. You can't uh, mm-hmm. you, you can't have more children and stuff like that. Right. However, if you get far enough and you meet aliens, it is Mass Effect, so there's banging, so you can <laughs> you can have new generations with whatever alien you find. You gotta out there. Fuck them, aliens!
2: You know, just <laughs> that's basically what
1: those games are about. So let's be real here. I am
0: on a Wikipedia list of galaxies, and right. I'm happy to report that the name of this game will be Mass Effect Eye of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Oh my god. whirl whirlpool sombrero. Yeah, there's like the little <laughs>
0: sombrero galaxy. We could go with that or like tadpole.
1: I just like how we go from Milky Way to Andromeda to Sombrero. <laughs> like let's 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 talk, you know, like our, our our galaxy, which is like describing how it looks. Then Andromeda just, you know, another like like astronomical thing, and then suddenly it's like hats yeah
0: yeah yeah and i mean if even if you think about our own galaxy you think about how like it is the only time you can say the word milky and it's not disgusting (laughs) totally (laughs) but anyway so i really like josh the the uh the the kind of tangent you were on about like generations and how you know since it is a roguelike the you, you know your your crew will change like radically after you die um And stuff like that. Are we still going to have like plot stuff? I know you mentioned like, you know, banging aliens and stuff, which is a core a core tenant of the Mass Effect (laughs) games. But are you going to have like choices that are going to add up or like maybe like maybe we poured over some choices from all of the other Mass Effect games that like, you know, we could try to I mean, no pun intended galaxy brain this and like (laughs) think like. Like, Shepard did this, and that, you know, led to this, which led to this, which led to this, mm-hmm. and now now the aliens are green over here, or whatever. I don't know, but, yeah. like...
1: So, I mean, like, so if if we're going the direction that I was thinking, going from the Mass Effect series to Mass Effect Andromeda to this game, then that would be essentially... Uh, so the choices through one and two of Mass Effect would matter, and then Andromeda choices would matter. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it could be stuff like... Shepard pissed off the wrong alien group, and now there's just no Drell mm. available, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for this voyage, kind of thing. Like, there's certain alien groups just don't become available, or maybe some tech didn't get developed properly based on some choices you made.
0: Yeah, I re- I really like the the tech angle of it, where it's like we developed like less good engines because of this or whatever, and now like you know your starting point is different for. This for Mass Effect Eye of Sauron um, than then it would be for somebody else. Or if you're just starting from scratch, you can maybe ask some questions and, and stuff like that. But maybe we could reward people that played uh, the older games with, you know, mm-hmm. unique choices that you could only port in from, I guess, the Xbox 360? <laughs> Somehow. Well, yeah. Well, on no, here's
1: how it works. Uh, for Dragon Age, what they did for Inquisition was they created the Dragon Age Keep. So for the first two Dragon Age games to take stuff over, you just essentially just filled out more or less like a picturesque questionnaire where it's like, did you kill this person? Did you save this person? Kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's the same uh, basic idea. You just make, um, I think, the, the like the Mass Effect Galaxy. Yeah. Kind of app, essentially.
0: I would like that. That'd be cool. I Yeah, I really enjoy that. And like, so... This is a roguelike Mass Effect. And what was the other one?
1: Uh, is... Real-time clock. Yeah, right. real-time clock.
0: That's what we need to drill down on because we haven't quite... We haven't quite... So what is what is mm. going to be the benefit of playing it, you know, at 7 a.m. on Monday versus, you know, 11 p.m. on Sunday? I'm, I'm thinking
2: maybe, like... Maybe, like, as you're exploring and, like, charting out these worlds and these different planets, maybe... Uh, The time at this point, like, it's going to, like, roughly translate into, quote, Earth time or whatever. So, like, maybe, like, 11 a.m. on this planet is, like, 11 a.m. on another planet, but it's, like, six days long. So, it's got, like, they have their own independent time. So, like, you have to kind of understand how those worlds work in, like, Hmm. in relation to maybe how they, like, orbit their star and maybe oh well this alien species or like these people only come out at this point or something or maybe you're only going to find like certain plant or animal life at a certain time
0: yeah and like you could Mm -hmm. you could be like there's there's a cicada race that only like comes out like every i mean it won't be seven years because this game will not have that lifespan (laughs) but (laughs) but like you know every three months like it's like oh like welcome to cicada season or whatever and like you can go talk to them and they've got like They've got their like hard chitin carapaces, and like they make like the dopest armor out of their like mm-hmm. their like insect shells and stuff like that. And and yes, if you're keeping track at home, this is I am now on board with this game and want to play. It. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Why really... do we do this? <laughs> We've reached. I don't think it's a bad thing. I would say that we we have we have reached a rhythm with the show, where we where we figure out, like, we joke about it for a while. Like, I said Fred Durst was in a Sims game, and then at, by the end of it, I was like, I like this game.
2: <laughs> okay, well, can we go back to joking about it? Because I was looking at the uh, list of galaxies nearby, and there's this one called Miles Object, and it just looks like a dick. It's just a big donger of a galaxy, and I just thought that was funny and wanted to share. That's <laughs> it. Great. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, everyone. yeah. We, oh,
0: no, yeah, you're right. It does look like a dick. Yeah, no, we could... <laughs> My, Mass Effect Miles Object is the grossest Great. name, and uh, I don't like it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the point of the game is to colonize you know, far-off worlds and stuff like that, but I wonder if maybe you're—and again, I'm, I'm rusty on Mass Effect stuff, so maybe the Mass Effect technology itself is b- like broken or depleted or something like that, and you can't get back to either mm-hmm. Milky Way or Andromeda um, the way that you would— um, and so maybe you have to like manually try to get there. Maybe that's like your your end goal is to like travel through. Um, and I know Neil deGrasse Tyson would say that it would take too long to get to, <laughs> to manually yeah, get th- to those places. But we're not. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to him. So
1: who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck, cares what Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks? Right. True.
0: True. True. Especially anymore. But yeah. um, so like maybe you're trying to get to Andromeda or the Milky Way to get back home because like mm-hmm. you know, and because it's a rogue like you know you want to have like difficult aspects of the game or like a sort of like light survival type yeah. thing um where like oh we ran out of we ran out of like stuff and uh, we couldn't get to andromeda so that's the end of that run or whatever
2: yeah i was I, I for some reason whenever we're talking about this i keep thinking about like maybe you manage like a settlement or settlements on a planet on each particular planet in the system in the same way that you would manage like a vault in fallout shelter Okay. And, like, you can, like, get runs, like, additional runs, or, like, you can basically take a character that, like, leaves that settlement to go off and do, like, the story stuff of the game. And, like, that's your run with that character. And you can have, like, different runs if you're, like, overseeing all of these, like, little settlements on each planet.
0: And they could, they could, like, serve as, like, a checkpoint type thing right. of, like, oh, right. like, you died. So, like, you know, you have. You have a settlement on planet 32B and that's that's where, you know, the, you're going to start on the next run because roguelike you need to have some sort of element of I'm dying and coming back and earning stuff and whatever, mm. so Josh, you're are, are you, I, I assume you're a, a huge Mass Effect fan because of how hmm. how you were talking
1: about it earlier. My business is called Constantly Calibrating and so it is a Mass Effect 3 fan <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> really? Got it. Okay, cool. That's great. Do you think that we're going to like Meet weird aliens here, like that are way different, or like one of the
1: biggest flaws of Mass Effect. Draw. I love Mass Effect: Andromeda. I'm one of the few people who does does. But one of the biggest flaws of it is there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of aliens in that game. There's yeah. all the aliens, pretty much a lot of the ones you're familiar with from the Mass Effect trilogy. But you mm-hmm. just meet one pretty much one new race uh, essentially the the, oh, shit, the angar or something like that so there wasn't a lot of like that like coming across new aliens and like oh god what the hell is that blobby thing oh it's a hanar and it speaks weird and it's now my favorite thing ever there wasn't a lot of that <laughs> yeah. in andromeda so yeah no i think um that you'll meet a bunch of different aliens i was actually thinking what if instead of it's you're going to one specific galaxy what if you start the game and it's like hey here's your three choices of where you're taking this expedition yeah Ooh. i like that and yeah and you know that's what happens and then like the expansions to the game the dlc to the game could be uh different galaxies that uh, different types of galaxies that also behave with the real time element differently like uh time actually can go back, like I was just looking at this galaxy list and there's a galaxy called the Backwards Galaxy that the description says, it appears to rotate backwards, that's pretty much all it is but what if that galaxy does actually go backwards in time? Mm, Whoa. That'd be cool as hell <laughs> And that'd be a different gameplay element that as time goes forward, in-game time goes backwards That's rad. I'm, I'm overthinking this <laughs> No, no, you're
0: not, you're, you're thinking about overthinking it is our brand, my dude yeah. <laughs> So, in the Backwards Galaxy, you can set up a settlement that will retroactively get you resources and money and stuff like that and so your your bank will just like go up and up and up as you Mm -hmm. as you have a settlement out there but yeah no one there is named benjamin button (laughs) (laughs) mass effect benjamin button planet no um like i that is one of the things that i like i am not a fan of mass effect and it's one of the things that like i i found to be not very appealing about it it's like you have all these you have space you have the the wholeness of space it's it's the same kind of fantasy setup where it's just like, oh, these guys are elegant and tall and and, you know, aloof and these guys are warlike and sturdy and and stuff like that. It's like, no, man, I want to I want to join up with the weird guys that are maintaining the citadel. Like what are they doing? Like I want to get one of them on my team or I want to get like this I want to get a Hanar as my like I want to romance a Hanar goddamn it.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all we all we all want to be with Blasto. I mean, that's the the goal in all Mass Effect games is to be with Blasto. Totally. 100%. But so essentially, you want to, instead of being like, yeah, going with like the standard cookie cutter kind of uh, alien races, you want to essentially be able to explore with the Spore creature creator people.
2: <laughs> this is literally the third show in a row we've talked about Spore. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, no, like, I, I really do think that like maybe you get to a planet and like. Sort of like No Man's Sky, it's like, oh, these are some weird, like, horses made out of gas. And it's like, well, now they're my friend and they're on my ship. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, sure, if, why not? if we're really, this is a big, just general pet peeve I have about, like, science fiction. It's like, if if you're really dealing with the the fullness and wholeness of space, then why would anything be, like, humanoid? You know, why would anything, like, make sense to us? Like, why wouldn't it just be, like, a gas horse? <laughs> or, like... <laughs> a sentient cube of steel, but it's somehow like a person or something like that. Like we need to get some like weird stuff. And then this, since this is roguelike, we can just, you know, like, Oh, in this galaxy and on this planet, there's like, Oh yeah, here's the gas horse planet or whatever.
1: I have to make this game now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh, welcome to the curse of being on this show where you just like, Oh man, it, it just makes me so sad.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we, we, it is a chance to, uh, try and rewrite time, right? Like, you, like oh, I wish that, you know, there was a good Paper Mario game anymore. Like, well, in this podcast, there is. It's called yeah. Paper Mario versus Goopy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but I do believe that we have made a second 100% perfect game. So now... Well,
1: did, did, this, this, we'll does edited. this Mass Effect uh, game have a name yet? Well, okay.
0: <laughs> maybe this Mass Effect game isn't named yet. I was gonna call it um, Mass Effect Eye of Sauron, but... <laughs> If we want to name it after a galaxy, we can do, like... Well, I was
1: thinking because it's multiple galaxies. Like, sadly, my brain went to Mass Effect Galaxy's Edge, but that's just because I want to go to Disneyland. Right <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, sure.
2: <laughs> Come at us, Disney. Let's go.
1: Mass Effect Galaxies Apart. Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. That's, the, that's you, you've
0: gone. You've gone in the direction of, here's a name that, like, would actually be good. And
1: <laughs> I know. I hate that.
0: No, that's fine. That's great my my red circle around the name and it says next to it instead of see me it says needs more goopy steve <laughs> <laughs> so mass effect galaxies apart is very good and i think we've made like we have made a perfect game and that brings us to the end of our program for today but first we're going to go over some patch notes this is where cam goes through some listeners submitted ideas to be fed into the new entertainment system for use in future episodes you can submit words to be fed in the new entertainment system by tweeting us at the nes pod or posting in our patreon Uh, which is patreon.com slash n-e-s-p-o-d that's n-e-s pod either way we'd love to hear from you cam what do we got
2: this week we have added the following to the machine and two of them are ones that i added because i can uh the ip titanfall which is great and i love it yes uh, i've added and the style which oh boy uh an extreme beach volleyball style game (laughs) i've added as well which that'll be fun Uh, and then at pixelated echoes has given us the twist the plot features time travel which i think would be very interesting uh and this brings our potential game total to 21 million eight hundred and ninety thousand eight hundred and eighty games
0: yay yes i know it's so many it's too many Josh, thank you for guesting. Where can people see slash hear more of you?
1: Uh, if you want to be subjected to that, you can find me at uh, at bear punch on Twitter's the best place. Uh, I do the constant calibrating podcast every Tuesday at 530 PM Pacific, 830 PM Eastern on uh, mixer con pod and uh, the catch all gaming podcast every Wednesday at 5 PM Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern also mixer.com slash con pod. And eventually I might be streaming again at mixer.com slash bear punch, but we'll see.
0: It's interesting you're the you're the only mixer streamer that i know of that has been on the front page of twitch
1: yeah (laughs) um i've been i've been on i've been on the front page of twitch uh, on someone else's show and we used to be on the front page of twitch a couple times when we actually were on twitch it's uh, It's awesome it's it's a thing
0: So, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the New Entertainment System Podcast. Remember, if you want a monthly bonus episode, early access to the show, or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description, or like I said, it's patreon.com n-e-s-p-o-d. If you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe to whatever platform you're on, and please consider leaving a positive review, because it actually, literally does really help us out. Patreon shoutouts for this week include the nanobiologist, Mikey Phillips, Zach Brown, Patrick McPherson, Erica Scherer, Alec Bobco, and Miss Shelby Ray. I can be found at at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamDyMan. And this has been an episode of the New Entertainment System podcast. And as always, what happens here stays here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>